this is London Calling. Here is the last news bulletin for today. The time through which we are now passing is of exceptional character. Welcome to the Full Reptile Radio on uh, the Fight Disciples Network. So we're... Me and Owen, we are catching up on the weekend's uh, antics and fights. There were fights as well, which yeah, were the good. shenanigans. Yeah. Where do you want to start? My balls is hot. That's My where you want to start. My balls was hot. <laughs> Dude, I, I loved Derek Lewis beforehand. But literally, I was watching it with the kids, and they were sat in the, in the living room on Sunday morning. Everyone had to be stony silent because I was shaky nervous for it. And the, the, the weird thing was, I had so many people ringing me. It made me kind of mad because the, the UFC is my thing. It's what I do, what I'm into, and it's a bit underground. I know it's getting bigger. My niece was ringing me. Why are you watching the fight? I was like, who the fuck are you? So anyway, I've now got an audience. I've got my brother-in-law with me. Stacey's watching it as well. The kids are down there. And I was like, look, this guy is going to turn that guy off with one punch. And they're like, nah, nah, you're wrong, Dad. Next minute, obviously, 10 seconds to go. Incredible. And then the, my balls is hot. My balls was hot. <laughs> my balls was hot. So... I was thinking about this as an offshoot. Derek Lewis is the man. Yeah. I don't like the fact they're talking about him fighting DC because he's not ready yet. No. I think Derek Lewis needs to go and live with the Diaz brothers (laughs) because they've got insane cardio. Yep. They've got primo weed. Yep. Fix his back. Fix his back. He needs a back. I gotta have a... Doug says I need a back. He out of me. (laughs) What do you want to do next? I've got to get my ass out of here, man. <laughs> he was fucked. He was. But if he lives with the Diaz brothers, you imagine that as a TV show. Yeah. It's, mate, that's, that's money. That's, that's gold. Did you see we do gone wrong? He's like, I think his Instagram followers jumped like 500. 1.1 mil. Is that right? All over Madness. him. I'm one of them. Is that, yeah. I'm living that dream. Oh, I've been following him for a while. Dude. Like, it's, it, it's, I make it a point of my day to make sure what Derek Lewis is, uh, uh, to check what Derek Lewis has uploaded. Little dog sniffing around. Is she still? She's still not right. She's not very well. No, bless she's her. Not very well. She's she's having probiotics and she really doesn't enjoy them. No, well, the the, the only probiotics I have are the uh, the ones you gave me, the, the Isodol ones. Oh, is that right? Yeah, we don't sell them yet, so I can't really promote them that much. <laughs> but they are the badass. They're like fruit pastels. The gummy ones. Oh, fuck, oh yeah, 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 yeah. The only They're problem the is you you eat a, a, a tub at a time. Yeah, you're supposed like, to have two a day. Hmm. You're like, <laughs> I need some more of those munchies. sweeties. Yeah. They're not munchies, no, Owen. They're, they're not definitely munchies. not munchies, dude. But, so I think a pitch to whoever, MTV, Netflix, someone, needs yeah. to get the Diaz brothers and Derek Lewis together because... That sounds like, like a TV show that would go on like the Vice Network or something. Bravo. Bra- Bravo. <laughs> you see, Bravo is different in the UK to, to the US. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't think it's quite as... Like, Bravo in the UK, we used to get UFC and... Yeah. Like, there were a few of the shows that were on there that were pretty good. Britain's Toughest Man. Dog. Britain's Toughest Man. Yeah, with Man. Ian Freeman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you remember, they, Mark Weir was on there, but they, they did British strong, Britain's Strongest Man. But there were things like, right, you've got to take that car and get it under that barrier. So people are smashing the car up with a sledgehammer, <laughs> bending the windows down. <laughs> yeah. And so you've got someone like Mark Weir that can't really do that, but he can fight like a motherfucker. And then you got this big dude, just some big Derek, some pub man. Yeah, he's just put his smoky bacon crisps down, <laughs> smashed on it. And they have to, didn't they have to fight each other? Yeah, terrible. But yeah. Bravo, I suppose. It, it's yeah, different. it was different in the US. I think I think they got kind of. I think it was a bit, bit cheesier in the US. Oh really? Like we had what? What did we have? UK Gold. 
that used oh, yeah. to play. I yeah, think yeah. it was kind of that type, but I, I, I don't know. I'm not sure. Fools and horses. Yeah. How did we go on that tangent? Um, I am a I am incredibly jet lagged. Yeah, to I, be I, fair. Yeah, I mean, like I so I I got home yesterday. I landed yesterday morning at Gatwick. I drove home, and then like twenty minutes later, you showed up and started pressing orders. Yeah. Then thirty minutes after that, Dean showed up and Adam showed up ready for a training session, and it was just chaos. Yeah, it was one of the most manic times. <laughs> I didn't get home till like eight o'clock. I walked to my wife. Was like, all good? I was like, <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I think so. Need a holiday. Dude, it was, <laughs> it's not, I mean, it's the, the support, the love was incredible. My phone, I think I had to charge it most days about four times because it was what, the, the, the orders were just dropping in. Yeah. But it wasn't the fact that people were buying. I was intrigued to know what they they thought. Yeah. And getting that feedback, Connor Khabib, and genuinely of the orders we, we took, we, we had all Connor bar about 10. Right. And the, and the orders were in triple figures. So it just shows, man. Yeah, man. It just shows. Yeah, that's very cool. So thank you, everyone that ordered. Yeah, we're going to be making it's, a phone um, call to the winner as well. Yeah, so, uh, is it Sam Mills? Not Sam Mills. No. No, I made the artwork to go on Instagram. I will have a look now because I'm that guy. Sam Law. Sam I'm Law. I'm going to look. Ready? Sam Law. Well, let, me check. let me just prove myself right. Like <laughs> I've made a victory. <clears throat> Boom. Nice. Look at that. Okay, Sam, Law. Sam Law. Sam Law. Is he a is he like is he a Street Fighter character or Mortal mm, Kombat? Um, I don't think he's either. It could be he's closer he to should Mortal be Kombat. With a name like that, where you hold back for four seconds, push forward, and uh, X Liu Kang. Yeah, <laughs> <across the> screen, <laughs> remember with his I legs do. like a bicycle. Liu Kang was my character. Yeah. I absolutely remember that. Yeah, yeah. I had his trousers. They're a pair of my sister's MC Hammer pants. Nice. And I had a red belt, mate. Th- that was exactly what I wore for Kung Fu. Yeah. I didn't have the bandana around my head, though, although I wanted to. I mean, it would have just been, no, it'd been I, too cheesy to Kung do. Go, I had the plimps. I had pee pumps. Right. I didn't have the not green flash. We weren't rich. So I had the, <laughs> the elasticated plimps. My MC Hammer girl, uh, sister's pants were trousers on. Yeah. Tea towel tied around your waist. Yeah. Obviously, clearly no tattoos <laughs> that were real then. So I'm just walking around the house. What are you doing? Playing Mortal Kombat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get over here. Come here. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Scorpion and Reptile. Of course, Reptile's the best character. But he didn't come in until three. No. Where were you, Reptile? No. Someone just spilt green on it, didn't they? <laughs> oh, fuck. oh Damn. wait a minute. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Wait a minute. Just make his make his nose bit a bit spiky. Fucking hell. Yeah. We'll call him Heptile. <laughs> <laughs> Heptile. I, All right. I don't know what got us there. but No, I don't know. Let's get into the card. Because okay. um, there's loads to talk about. Michelle Watson looked good. Insane. I mean, Michelle Watson always looks good, but she looked really good. She looked gritty. She looked tough. She dealt with pressure. I thought Felice might, if it got after the, out of the first round, I thought Felice might start to wear on her a little bit. But no, she looked impressive. I'm still surprised how tall Michelle is compared to Felice. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm just, I don't know why I just put Felice in my head as this like six foot three. <laughs> right. She scares you. Yeah, for she real. She, she yeah. does shit me she's, up a bit. She's a little bit scary. But I think... Felice didn't do anything. She she made a good case for herself. She looked she looked decent in there, but Michelle was just on that road. She's she's gritty, determined, and she's got a point to prove. Yeah. Because the thing is, the person that pinged her has now got the strap, so uh-huh. that makes an interesting fight. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd like to see that fight. Yeah. My balls was hot. 
my balls was hot. I I just thought Volkov was running away with that fight, dude. He had it. You know, he had it finished four or five oh, times. Man. The amount of times that Derek Lewis was like, he was like buckled against the fence. He was turning away. Yeah. And yeah, Volkov. The th- and and the other thing with Volkov as well is that he's really good at getting hurt badly and then coming back. Not from that. Did you see his gum Not shield? from that. Spun his head around like an owl. Dude, looked like he was trying to gargle marshmallows. That, <laughs> that was dumb. I couldn't believe it. I was like, so so from the position, we were commentating for the BBC, so we had like a commentary box like high up. And the, the, the whole arena, I mean, you know, it, it was kind of simmering. People were excited because it was the last 10 seconds and stuff. But then when that shot landed... Oy. I mean, it was it was clear that the fight was over. It was clear that the fight was over, and the whole arena just stood up at the same time. It was like it was like a Mexican wave that started at the octagon and went back up the up the stairs, like an A bomb, up, up to the nosebleeds. It was awesome. Yeah, really cool. What a fight! What a fight! But like what he said though, if if the fight's made for him and DC, don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah he can catch DC, but DC's. Too, way too smart for that and it's just another win that you can go I can't really I can't really put that as a it's like when Brock Lesnar used to win yeah. I could never put it down as a win because it's you're four times bigger that'd be than fun dude. to watch the, uh, Derek Lewis against Brock Lesnar <laughs> yeah. if you give Derek Lewis the same juice that Brock's got and we get super no, Derek he'd never make weight he had to cut to make 265 like he stepped on the scale shredded. he stepped on the scale sweaty at 265.5 <laughs> I was like what? Like, Ring him out, boys. Ring him out. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. So, I'd like to see that fight. But I think, genuine, I want to see him because it, I, think, I can't remember. Maybe it's time for an open weight. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we do Maybe we do 235, 265, and then super heavyweight. Yeah. And just Derek Lewis can show up at whatever he likes. Yokozuna. N- no drug testing in that, in no. that top yeah. weight class. <laughs> he looks like he's made out of metal. No, nah, leave him. He's all right. Jacks. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. All the way back round. Back round. to Mortal Kombat yeah, again. of course. We've got to do a Mortal Kombat t-shirt. I love I, Although, one thing I will say is uh, that Jurassic Park t-shirt design that you did the other day. Yeah, that could work. so cool. Yeah, yeah. So I, we cool. could put that up We've soon. We've got ideas for days. And Woodpecker Lips. To be fair, yeah, there's too many for oh, me to yeah, sit and just start reminiscing about things one. I've designed. Yeah. So, who's next? We've got Derek, because that... Ovin St. Prue against Dominic Reyes. That's a finish, right? Right. All day. That was. Yeah. I know the horn went off. All day. But he no. was asleep. Yeah. Now, if that wasn't the case with Matt Hughes and um, Carlos Newton, Matt Hughes wouldn't have been a champ. So it sort of worked the other way for him. But that was definitely. You know, when over St. Prue's eyes, when one's going to the shop, the other yeah. one's coming back with a paper. Spinning like a fruit machine. Oh, who's that? Spinning like a fruit machine, his eyes were. Yes. But I think even Reyes was convincing he looked good he looked really fast I kind of feel like he needs to watch Zombieland though because there's a good tip for all fighters at the start of Zombieland double tap double tap all day don't be stingy with your bullets no man you know like just make sure well he would have finished look the first round it was done yeah it was done even when over at St. Prue went back I'm not saying he looked like he had a stroke but he looked like he had kind of had a stroke and that to me was more concerning because I was like oh shit, he's done. But I don't think that Owen St. Prue will remember those last two rounds. No. He, he, always seems to, he always seems to freeze up when he's fighting someone that... Puts that pressure he, on. He knows can power punch. Well, look at when he fought Jimmy. Oh, backed up against the fence. It's <clears> like <throat> he was saying to Jimmy, I bet you can't hit me. Yeah. Or, or rather, please don't hit me. Yeah, please don't hit me anymore. Yeah. Bigger boys came and took my money. <laughs> bigger boys. There aren't many bigger boys than Owen St. Prue. No, man. I mean, I, yeah. 
he's he's got there, there are lots of areas in his game he can improve upon, but he's got that that unpredictability in his game is what makes him dangerous, and I think that's why. Ray, I think Ray's made a good decision because, I mean, the first round was so dominant. He really tried to get him out of there, but when he moved into the second, it was like, all right, let's not get crazy here because yeah. OSP does throw wild shots. I mean, look what he did to Shogun. Yeah, just slipping on the on the skateboard. That's ridiculous. Knockout. But is that same. an older Shogun? Is that a battle damaged Shogun? Maybe he did did the same thing to Patrick <laughs> Cummins as well, though. Do you know what I mean? Patrick who? But, um, well, yeah. The dude with that dude with the moustache. Yeah, the, um, the guy that caused a beef with with DC and regretted it yeah. within like twenty that was seconds. My, that was my first ever commentary, Octagon side. We did a test run for that one. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Because it was the main event. Main event was Ronda against uh, uh, Sarah McMahon. Stopped yes. her with the knee to the ribs. Yeah. So me and Johnny G's were doing a, a test run on that one. Was it DC's a bully? <laughs> it's just a bully. <laughs> yeah, that was that was that was good. That was good. Sitting at the side of the uh, at the side of the, at the side of the Oxygen with my my uh, Fred Perry shirt on. First Th- time, thinking like I was, your mum had sent you to school yeah, for the first it, day. That picture, was it. A picture in front of the fridge. Yeah. Okay, off you go. <laughs> no, no, let me know when you get there. <laughs> yeah, like a, like my first job interview out of school or something. But that just shows you the hype and the promotion tool that Conor McGregor is, because Patrick Cummins was doing the same to DC people that were like me overloading on stupid content and there wasn't a lot that time you've got the whole beef yeah yeah they used to train together he used to have, have his way with him he's a bigger dude but then DC went in there and smashed didn't jump the cage no but he smashed him up and no one gave a fuck yeah really because they just wanted to see him against John Jones yeah so it's it's so in, interesting how that has changed and how it's now being received negative and positive if that makes sense mm. but I thought yeah, I like watching OSP, and I just thought I thought he lost the fight. Yeah, and it's one of them. It was, I think it was quite exciting because you had the Derek Lewis one before that ten seconds. Then you had that, and it was like literally four seconds, three seconds. Yeah, yeah, it was a late another late stoppage, wasn't it? Yeah, well, no, it was sorry, it wasn't a, it wasn't a stoppage, was it? I mean, it was in the last ten it's seconds. Now, isn't it? it was yeah, meh, not really fussed. Yeah. But what about Comain? What about only the strong Capoeira kids flipping? Mark Dacascus and Mark <laughs> Dacascus, dude, that was amazing. That Pettis and uh, yeah, it was a, Ferguson. Yeah. It was a wild fight. It dude, wild it looked fight. like when Pettis got hit and hurt. Uh, sorry, when Ferguson got hit and hurt, it looked like the game had glitched and he started doing roly polies. <laughs> you know when you meant to yeah. jump and you're like, like, oh, sh- what's the buttons again? <laughs> it's just started glitching. Yeah. I don't. I don't know about that defense. It makes me nervous. As soon as because he got clipped, and as soon as he starts forward rolling and stuff, I don't it know just reminds that. me of Uriah Faber and Mike Brown, Mike Thomas Brown yeah. in WEC. Oh, where he bounced where off the like, fence. Tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to spin, spin yeah. and just headbutted his elbow and was like, yeah. oh, elbow or fist. And you, you, we never saw Faber get folded like a deck chair. No, that was bad. Yeah, but you were like, he catapulted himself off the fence, didn't he? So yeah. he had like doubled the power that he hit. It was Mike Brown's fist, wasn't it? Yeah. He just bounced into his fist. Filth. I tell you what. I tell you what. Uh, while we're on the subject of Uriah Faber, quintet on Friday night. Me and Nick that? Pete went. It was awesome. Enjoy it. It was so cool. I mean, what a cool format. So we're going to take a brief interlude here. I'm just going to divert this. So you've got four teams. So you, and Team Alpha Male was one of them, which is why I, which is why I'm saying it. And Team Alpha Male won, but if we're honest, Gordon Ryan won. I mean, that awesome. guy's amazing. He was the top trump. He is. The, he's the top trump. He is like a silverback with submission skills. Oh, shit. I mean, he, he ran through three people. 
It was amazing to watch. It was amazing and to that's watch. Not, no, that's not three people. No. That's three, three top-end amazing grapplers. Dogs, Dude, Dons, yeah. Billy Two Dick, fucking right. Craig Jones. The, I mean, Craig Jones. In Craig Jones' defense, he'd just come off a, a previous grappling match, but it, I mean, he was he was still pretty fresh. He, but that was, a, that was a great match. I'd like to see that rematch with them both being, both being fresh. Then it was uh, Vitor Hibero, who's admittedly a lot smaller, but did an amazing job of defending. Like, Proper martial arts, proper like small guy defending himself against a much bigger guy, did really well for as long as he could last. And then uh, Gregor Gracie in the end was it was a fun one, but yeah, just smashed him, just smashed him, just um, just incredibly impressive. Like when he crosses over to MMA, and what's his stable now, isn't it Danaher? Yeah, he's Danaher Death Squad, but he was representing uh, Alpha Male in the team. which is cool. That's that's yeah. cool that you can. It's like doing. It's the fantasy football side of things. Isn't right. It? I'm going to make a stable by using the best. Yeah. And it's nice. I mean, it, so there are four teams, and you know, the uh, Polaris had a team as well. Um, with a few. I mean, Polaris team was really strong as well. But it was just a good format. It's just you know, because sometimes grappling events are difficult to watch. But then if you like, if you put the right people together, and like, I like the Eddie Bravo format where you know you force them into bad positions in overtime. I think I think a conclusion's good. Polaris have got decisions now. I'm one of the judges for Polaris, so that they, you know they have decisions. But like the different formats in grappling, I'm all for it. Like the more grappling tournaments, the more different types of formats, the better. Because like you know to keep testing these guys. Because like the thing is with grappling, you can get stalemates. You know you can yeah. get two guys that are on a, on the same kind of level and they'll just stalemate and each other. And they're conscious of that yeah. level. It then you get like a 45 minute grappling match, which yeah. is difficult to watch unless you really know what you're looking at. But then, like, if you start putting them in team formats, if you start putting them through a ringer where they've got to grapple, so like, so in quintet, if you, so you've got two two people in the first bracket, the winner of the first bracket goes through to the second, but they've got to get a submission within the eight minutes. Okay. If they don't, then both fighters go out and they bring the next two in for the team. Oh shit! So you're gonna run out of your people fast. Exactly. And there's a there's like a team limit of like 400 kilos or something like that combined. So yeah. So it doesn't matter who you pick. So you can have like like one giant and then like f- like four smaller guys or you can spread the weight evenly so like Uriah Faber had two smaller guys I can't remember the guys names what, just just out of interest did Uriah go last of course he did oh mate so <laughs> he sat at the bar I was sat at the bar with her, like a corona you good you alright yeah no yeah. like a, like a mum dropping in, the kids off in his happy honours in his happy just standing around like a mum dropping him off at soft play <laughs> go and play he, he, I mean he picked a solid team it, I, I don't remember the guy's names but me and Nick Pete were talking about it when we were, we were watching because we could see him across the mat so he got two smaller guys they were like the vanguard they were the that, that was the crew that you send outside the castle wall to try and you know try and fuck with them a little Lost bit it. and break them down and you know so they don't actually attack the castle wall yeah they obviously they 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 got they got wiped out you know in you know in the first couple of rounds. Then he had a monster heavyweight. Then he had Gordon Ryan, and then then you're right. He was like, he did, I don't even think he warmed up. Do you need me? <laughs> I don't even you, think you he warmed don't, up. You don't need me. He just standing in the background, just swearing at the guys from. Yeah, yeah. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Well, he won. Standing that, behind his massive male, castle right? wall. That's alpha male. <laughs> How many times have you been a champion? That's exactly UFC? what I would do. I am a champion. That is exactly what I would do. Yeah, for and, real. And, the, and that would that would force me to pick the best people, so I don't have to do anything. I can just sit back and watch it. It depends if you're the good guy in the film or the bad guy. Because if you're the good guy, mm. then that works. But if you're the bad guy and you stood there at the back and you're just like, seeing your guys dropping, like, oh, oh, yeah, I'm just gonna take my flip flops off. Yeah. See, I think the thing is for me with grappling, we weren't conditioned to love it. So, if you'd go back to 
our era of 80s films, Kickboxer, Bloodsport, The Best of the Best. Oh, Bloodsport, man. All, Cyborg, do you remember Cyborg? All of these films, but they're all striking, mm-hmm. which, don't get me wrong, is cool as fuck, yeah. but it's only because they told you to think it's cool as fuck, if that makes sense. Yeah. But if we had a Kickboxer of the time that is a, a jiu-jitsu or a something, I think we could still have fallen in love with that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. But it's... There were I mean, people like wrestling, didn't they? I mean, like, they like I mean, I know it was wrestling. fake, but yeah. I know it was fake. But even so, I mean, that is, it's it's a it's a grappling and grappling entertainment. Yes, you see, yeah. I'm always, I'm just always urged to hurt someone when they don't understand it, because they're like, oh, it's just that cuddling, and I'm like, yo, I get that, but you've got to watch, look at look at his hip or his wrist, or specifically this. Yeah, he's going to get out of it by doing that, and I think if you've got an understanding of that, it's all right, but. It, it's like watching football and someone headering it and you're going, fuck here now. On his head. <laughs> Brilliant. But it's part of the game. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? So for me, we just we just weren't told to love it. And yeah, I have put a few people to sleep. Uh, yeah. What I used to work in a bank and a guy was messing with me. I was I was putting a I was making a game on the floor out of this is why the banks are all fucked. So basically <laughs> we had a, a game on the wall called Jai Massive Owenopoly. Jai Massive. Jai Massive. This yeah. Owenopoly. This is Mahusive. So basically, I took 10 pieces of... Trademark. Yes. <laughs> LLC. For so, reptiles, giant massive. Yeah. Oh, Monopoly. I had 10 flip chart pages, sellotaped together, around the edge of the board, normal, but all the names of the of the streets were after the managers, team leaders, all this other shit. Made a massive dice. And basically, I was setting it all up on the floor to glue it down. And this guy just kept coming along. And he'd touch something and move it, say a mill. Or twist it. You know when you've got a bezel on your watch and yeah. it clicks once? Fucking hell. Dickhead. Yeah. Like, go fuck yourself forever, dude. Yeah. So he literally just kept moving and I put it back. Oh, yeah, dead front. He was a trainer. He was, he was the boss. And so he just kept taking it, moving it. I was like, right, fuck this. Got his ankle picked him straight <laughs> on his back and he just went straight to sleep. Obviously, people came over because it wasn't a noisy ruckus. It wasn't a riot. Hashtag Khabib. It was, <laughs> it was more a quiet, just a cuddle. And then when he woke up, he was like, what the, What did you do? Sleeping on the job, are yeah. you, dickhead? Yeah, <laughs> stop touching my fucking stuff. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So I went a bit pitbull. But that's that's why I, I get defensive. I get super defensive because just try it. Like, I'll never forget the first time I went, we went to a Victor Estima seminar. And I went, and I'm no good. He'd be in my team. Yeah. I, I'd, and I'd his recruit, big brother. I'd recruit both of them. Boy. The Estima brothers. Fuck. Yeah. So we went there. It was amazing. We went for this thing at Fourth Dimension. It's fantastic. But there was a guy, and you stood and you're looking along the road, thinking, right, we're going to roll soon. I'm like, I could take him. He looks really shit. Definitely. Yeah, okay, I'm going to go for the shit one. Turns out he works at Little Tesco up from me. Fuck me up <laughs> for days. Like, literally, couldn't go back in there, couldn't look him in the eye. Do you know what I mean? I called him daddy. I think I got tapped. My friend let me tap him just so I could go home and look at the kids. Nice. Yeah. Well, that's, that's that's a good friend. Yeah, how much that's of a man do you feel? Friend. Not a fucking lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But grappling, that's a, that's a big thing for the main event, right? That's, you know that? Well, yeah, absolutely. Oh, man. Well, are we, are we jumping past the co-main? Okay. Do you want to get straight to the main? I was just gutted with the co-main. I know. I want... Uh, the thing is... There was a dance coming in the third round, though. Oh. There was a dance coming in the third round, because that blood was going to make it easier to slide, the, slide it into position. All day. And then, yeah... I was, I just, the thing was, Tony Ferguson, he's got this, this wicked confidence. Because he was, afterwards he was saying, I was the first one wearing suits. And it's like, mm, 
you looked a bit like you'd borrowed it off your dad. Don't get me wrong, he's a wicked fighter, but he's, he's almost tried. It's like he's had a, a Back to the Future 2 almanac. It's like, people start wearing suits at UFC 97. Fuck it, I'm on it. Oh, we go, got the fucking suit on already. Yeah, but you're wearing them fakelies. Take, take them glasses off. Probably shave your head. What? This whole thing? Nah. Keeping the fakelies, bro. Do you know what I mean? And he, he, he's just missing it by a mil. Every yeah. time, just missing it. And I was pleased to see him win. Pleased to see him win. I can't wait. I'd love to see him fight Khabib. I think he'd probably yeah. win. But Do you think he gets the fight though after what happened with, in the main event? I'm, my concern is, so, so I think I tweeted, I tweeted this. My idea scenario is this. Let me, let me know your thoughts. So Khabib suspended for six months, yep. but is able to keep his belt. Yeah. Conor McGregor takes a bit of time off. Nate fights Poirier. Poirier. The winner of that fights Tony Ferguson. Yeah. For the interim, then the winner of that faces Khabib when he comes because obviously six months suspension, two or three fights. Yeah, exactly. And then Conor McGregor fights the loser of the Poirier Nate fight, which I think will be Nate. I think Poirier beats him. Yeah, because I think I think he's I think Poirier's smart enough to attack Nate from the bottom up, like like beat that lead leg up. Yeah, and then yeah, then we then we see Poirier step in against uh, that'd be a good fight. Poirier against uh, Ferguson would be good. Be nice. I, I, I was speaking to Dean about this when we were packing orders yesterday, and he was because I was saying I think that Nate. I love the Diaz brothers, but I've always got this thing where they go in, they could put it into fifth, but they don't. And they leave that 10% off. They lose a decision and they're fucked off. Yeah. So like when Nick fought Anderson, when Nate's fought people in the past, like this Connor too, he could have turned it up a bit more. He's got cardio for days and he could have just put Connor on his back, played the game a bit more. And and they don't, but they're mad about it because mm-hmm. they're just mad at, the, mad at the company. That's how they are. But the thing is, I see that happening with, I said I see that happening with um, Poirier because I think Poirier after he, man, he's been on fire. Yeah. Like, he beat Eddie convincingly and the difference is is he's he's got that loss from Connor and coming back on a mission but I just I think I see him lose I, I see Poirier win but Dean said nah I see I see uh, Diaz win and he showed me a picture of Diaz now at the minute he's fucking shredded to yeah. fuck he's, he's he's looking like but is his fight style going to change that's the thing I don't know he just keeps slapping people yeah I just the the thing the thing with I, I I love watching the Diaz brothers. I'm a big fan of both of them. But they they both have a similar fighting style. And, and Nate for me has it's even more of an extreme version of the Diaz style, if that makes sense. Because he stands longer and he and he and he reaches more with his punches. But like we've seen him expose that lead leg can get chopped to bits and the low calf kick. You know, yeah. All, all the all the major gyms are using it now. Uh, Dustin Poirier uses it. He's going to be working that lead leg. You know, they're both Southpaw as well, if I yeah. remember right. So we've got Southpaw against Southpaw, which means that that, that low calf it's kick exposed. to the lead outside legs exposed perfect. I wouldn't be surprised if Poirier won. I just I, th- I just see it, because I think, you know, I think Nate's durable enough to, to not get stopped by Poirier. But I think I think Poirier wins by unanimous decision. I just think he does. But it's amazing that, like, it's the same with Max Holloway, and I hope he's doing all right as well. But Poirier is one of those, one of those guys that's like, he fought Connor, he lost, and then all of a sudden he's taken off. Yeah, and I, and I do think a part of it for Poirier is that he's moved down to lightweight. Uh, sorry, moved up to lightweight because I, I I do. I mean, there are some fighters they just forcing their body down to a lower weight class. Just it affects their performance. But it's it's lifestyle as well, and we we get a glimpse into fighters' lifestyles as, as far as Poirier. He's got his misses. He's had a baby. Yeah, he's a bit more settled into. He, he is now because. 
I mean, as you know, I've got two. It's crazy. It, it takes a lot of effort, which is what you signed up for. That's not an excuse. It's mm. just, I'll never forget when Randy lost and when Junior De Santos lost. And it came out that we were halfway through a divorce. Yeah. And it's look, I've been around fighters. I've seen people and I've seen them on their good days and bad days. And unfortunately, time doesn't wait for anyone. So it doesn't matter if you have in a month, it's good day, bad day, good day, bad day. The fight is on a specific day. So if you just roll the dice in that day that your head's fucked or whatever it is, people are dying. They're breaking that down for days. And it could have been that Conor may have had one of those days. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's, it's not an excuse, but it's natural. No one's 100% all the time. Yeah. It's just, it just doesn't happen. No. But I, I, I'm not really bothered who wins. I can't wait to see it. I can see Dustin doing well. I mean, look at Josh Thompson. When Josh Thompson had a word with, with Nate, he went hard and yeah. poor I was always a fan of Josh Thompson as well yeah just the way he fights just a bit wild a bit a bit reckless I think he's 98% affliction isn't he if you look at his shirt <laughs> literally dripping you know so, someone else I've just thought of is I was just looking on his Wikipedia page he's just engaged here just to see who he's got coming up I'd is, love has to he got see something announced um, I don't feel like I know I don't feel like, I've, like I've, I can remember a fight being announced for him yet I would love to jump just, just engage you to the front of the queue to fight Khabib at Christmas. Where's he ranked? Number seven. See, I, I yeah, like... He lost, didn't he, to Poirier. He's lost a few, yeah. but been exciting in doing them. And but that knockout over James Vick was massive. He lost two in a row. He lost to Alvarez and then Poirier. Yeah. But I would like to see him fight uh, Pettis. Imagine that. I think that might knock the confidence back out of Pettis. We might see old Pettis again. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, if he's got someone that, that moves forward continuously, the, the problem with Pettis is that he struggles with pressure. Yeah. He's, he's struggled with pressure. He, wants he doesn't his space. have his. Yeah, exactly. Because he needs, he needs to set up those kicks. And the interesting thing is that obviously uh, Gaethje's just come off that massive knockout of a James Vick, yeah. who's a taller, rangy opponent. So he might fancy himself as a bit more of a striker and he's going to try and kickbox with Pettis. And that means Pettis. I'd like to see get Pettis against it. Vick. Oh yeah, that'd be a good one. Because I think I think you almost that's need a good call because they're both coming off a loss now. This is as well. it. But I think you're giving broken Vic, hand though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, he's been so out for a while. little while. But you're giving Vic the validation where Till got it from Cowboy because it's a name that's putting you out there. As much as we know Vic, um, but I think you've got to give Pettis the dance partners because yeah. he's a mega star. Yeah, obviously, and again, going back to personal issues, people were firebombing his cars. Did you that's, see that? That's, yeah, that's a good point. They were firebombing his cars <laughs> at his house. Like, forget the bad tattoos. What the fuck, man? He's, he's, he's upset have, someone. For real. He's upset someone. Yeah, him and his brother. Yeah. But it's one of them where I think if you give him the dance partners, because even if it's a Connor against Pettis, that works well for the pair of them. You know, uh, uh, was it John? Uh, no. Joe Rogan mentioned that to John Kavanagh on the podcast last night. Oh, did he? I was listening to it. Yeah, I I've not listened. To, I've not walked the dog yet, so I've yeah. not listened to it. Sorry, Ben. Yeah, that's a long walk for the dog. Three hours. Geez. Oh, dude, he loves it. <laughs> he loves it. Uh, what the walk or the podcast? Bit of both. Bit of both. Bit nice, of both. Yeah. Nice. Ben's got good taste. He's got his Bluetooth headphones. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's an interesting fight because what they, they were talking about the fact that we don't have kind of like rebuild fights in MMA like they do in boxing. Yeah. Like if you're coming back from a bad loss or... Get a couple of them or a layoff. Drivers. Yeah, exactly. A couple of cabbies. I mean, we don't, we just don't do that in MMA, especially not in the UFC. I was always gutted for that with um, Jason Young. You remember Jason yeah. Shotgun Young? Came, uh -huh. He was at knots with you. He got yeah. knocked out, I think the first fight of the night. Always looked really good. He took uh -huh. Poirier the distance, but his 
all three of his fights, you know, three and cut in the UFC, he, um, all three of them were motherfuckers. Mm. And it's, it's not even like, you're like, dude, come on, man. And I'm not saying give it him easy because he, 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 he stood well with everyone. Obviously got caught with that big, big knockout, but going, going three with Poirier was impressive. And it's one of them where there's the, not that you want it to be obvious, like when Randy fought fucking James. Tony. Yeah, James Tony. I mean, that was ugly. That was ugly. But, and, and this is genuine now. I met Randy. I did, we, he did his book tour and I made his website for him. And we went for dinner with him at this, uh, this restaurant where he actually ate my mate's chips. Didn't go down very well, but fuck it. So we sat there, we were talking to Randy. And obviously normal questions come out, but you don't want to feel like you're the guy that's... You don't want to be interviewing him. Buzzing your fucking tits off because yeah. Randy Couture sat opposite you. Yeah. And um, I, was, I was talking to him for a bit and I was like, so what we're saying? Because he'd not long been knocked out by Machida. Mm. And, oh, man. Which was Phil, where's the tooth? I was there for that, I think. Yeah. They all merged into one. I don't remember. That was crazy, yeah. man. It was, it was good. It was crazy. But he literally said, I don't mind doing a couple more showcase fights. I was like... Against who? Like Mr. Blobby and fucking the lollipop. Hey, man. he might get the winner of Tito uh, Chuck Liddell. Oh no, please don't. Yeah. Please don't. Yeah, that's bad. But it was interesting that he wasn't, it was literally, obviously it's all about pound coins. It always has been, but yeah, he was not interested at all. And he was still under contract. He was mm. just like, nah, I'm done, man. Yeah. Right, let's jump to the main event. Because okay. we, we keep going off on tangents. Yeah. And I was just about to ask you about, in fact, no, I will ask you, we'll go off on one more tangent. Uh, Fedor against Chael Sonnen. Ooh. What do you reckon? When is that? I think it's this weekend. Fedor was on the Luke Thomas show, the MMA Hour. And what's the Luke he Thomas show, the MMA Hour. Um, not a lot. Like no. Fedor, he doesn't say a lot at all. No, and it, if you look, it, <laughs> it bothers me because when he fought Frank, he caught a big old punch. Mm. But then somehow always fucking weathers it. Like when he was in Brazil, uh, or was it Japan? You know, he got over... No, he's in Russia. Japan. He was in Russia. USSR. <laughs> and he was over there and he fought... Um, was it Fabri- uh, for Maldonado? Fabio, Fabio Fab- Maldonado. Yeah. Yeah, that was, was weird. He constantly surprised. <laughs> looks, like Mr. looks like someone's trod on the Mr. Soft puppet. You remember that? <laughs> Mr. Soft. Mr. Soft. How come everything around you is so soft and rearranged? He looked like someone had trod on that puppet and he looked surprised, but... That fight was disgusting. Yeah. But he looks like he's taking a lot of battle damage. Yes. And the thing is with Chael, I mean, I always want to see a Chael fight because he just talks enough good shit and he I makes know, it interesting. Just, I always feel like Chael's playing games. I don't know. I don't I, know. It just looks I like he's punching a ticket to me. Fighting. It looks like he's just going, yeah, Bellator, can you put on the invoice? It's uh, that free for children's clothing. <laughs> That's for a charity. Yeah, and I'll take my millions in the truck. Yeah, just just intense just intense <laughs> just, just intense he seems like he's just he's just there to help out yeah do you know what I mean and yeah I don't know yeah I haven't watched the Musashi McDonald fight yet have you watched that I tried to download it and got pepper pigged <laughs> oh yeah of course it yeah. was interrupted wasn't it yeah so it was mm. it was disappointing because it was one of the first times that Bellator's got something fucking good yeah and the thing was it was out with the the problem is it's out with the rampage and Vandalay again as much as I was buzzing to see it I was more concerned that someone didn't die mm. and it's it's almost like the Chuck and Tito I don't I don't think Chuck needs to give his wins away cheaply by doing it through pride whereas Vandalay 
destroyed Rampage twice through the ropes. Yeah, he got the disgusting knockout, strangle, kill that obviously Rampage got back in the UFC, but he's still up. And to me, no amount of money is really worth losing it to, no. go, to go even. It, it feels like old school, old school UFC. Yeah. That's what it feels like to me. I, I bet they're making a I bet, I bet they're making oh, a chunk coin. off it. Oh, they've got coin. Yeah, for real. But, yeah. Are they going to have an undercard? Is there going to be like a bunch of other fights on the undercard? I don't know. I mean, That'd be a weird card to be on, can you yeah. imagine? Golden Boy Promotions MMA. Oh shit! I, I I just don't know. I don't know if you if Oscar you, De La Hoya sitting on the sitting at the side on of the throne. cage, hating hating MMA. Yeah, hating MMA. Just every you time, know, every time I was pissing on a pair of the gloves. Oh man, I was so disappointed with some of the shit that he came out with during May Mac Fight Week. Because it, it, the thing is, he was so it was just bitter you because did. so much money was being made and he wasn't a part of it, and that's how it came across. It's when you can't respect it as a separate entity, right? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's not boxing, it's not wrestling, it's not rugby, it's not. It's just its own dude. And when that comparison's always made, I really fucking struggle because it's like, yo, they're just di- different athletes. Yeah. You can't be mad at Travis Pastrama for riding a motocross bike because that's what he does, but you respect it as an independent sport. And to me, that's where the boxing, the the, the natural side of it, they're not mad about that. It's purely like you said, it's money. Yeah. Because they're taking it away just mm-hmm. that little bit and greed is just ab- above and beyond greed yeah. it's just ugly I'm sure he offered up Canelo to face to face McGregor if he came over to boxing I'm sure that was I'm sure I read that somewhere before the main Mac fight happened but yeah I, I you know I, I hope it succeeds I hope everybody's healthy I hope no one gets hurt I, I think Tito's just gonna gonna look like old Tito I, he didn't look a great deal different, Tito. You know what I mean? Like, he's kept himself in fairly good shape. He's not that old. He was always younger than Chuck anyway when he was like three, four years yeah, difference. Yeah, because w- could you imagine though, if the main is Chuck and Tito, the co-main is something like Vitor versus Vanderlei. Like, all old school fights yeah. that we've seen, but it's like you've done it on slow motion. <laughs> do you know what I mean? How long does it take him to get to the cage? Anderson tries to do his Michael Jackson. Oh, me hip. Yeah. One minute. Just just get all the old boys. So if you get Frank Jeopardy fighting championships. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Old school. Yeah. So Frank against um, I've got it. No, I've got it. So what we'll do is we'll we'll have we'll have the round timed by the Jeopardy theme music. The dun 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 and then the corner the corner time we'll have done by the countdown music. Do you know what I mean? So we're at, so we're getting the, the older generations in yeah, the US man. and the older generations in the UK. There's a bit of familiarity with the theme music's there. You know, the fights are moving a bit slower. It'd be like that that fight between the two old guys on was it? Uh, oh, what was it? The the old Nazi and the old uh, Family Guy. Yes. Yeah. The slow motion one where yeah. he's like falling off the Fuming. off the front step. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. But what's Tim Sylvia doing? I don't know. Tim Sylvia's got Olofsky's got to be jonesing for that card. He's like on that I could be winning call, something call that Tim Sylvia yeah. yeah can I have my leg back please bro yeah and my chin <laughs> right we're we're nearly 40 minutes into this and we've not discussed okay. the main event I think we've done pretty well yeah like we, we didn't want to jump into it immediately jump into it uh, uh, anyway shout out to the eagle what a the, beautiful, what a beautiful, do, what a beautiful drop kick mate straight out of WWE off the, off the I've seen rope. the ultimate warrior do that before off the, off the, yeah. the corner post he didn't get any trouble that, that would have been better if he had just gone off the top of the arm. Imagine if he had tassels on his arms and face paint. Oh. Takes his white hat off and like you couldn't see his face and he's got the full warrior. 
and he's and then he starts shaking the Te- cage. Takes his white hat off yeah. and like and the hair falls out. Oh, the ultimate yeah. warrior hair. Yeah. Gold. Nice. Oh mate, that would have been a shout out. Yeah. Fucking hell, could be you ruined it. I know. Could have been so much better. Mate, I've got so many mixed feelings. So many mixed feelings. Partly from what I explained earlier that this is mine. And now my niece, my brother, everyone's asking me, oh, my dad's in So Iron basically Apple. MMA's now too popular. Yeah. It's not cool anymore. That's it. You've got to find another niche sport. Yeah. Like get into curling or something. Yeah, or like the X-arm. <laughs> See, I've always fought for it because they've always, like the biggest things that ever happened, we had the Strike Force Brawl, which was cool. And it made me, it it, it made me recognise. I was chatting to Gilbert Melendez about that. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was just one of them that he, he poked See, a badger at the wrong time. That's funny though, isn't it? Like, yeah. that, that was the first thing that you mentioned when I when I mentioned the the Strike Force brawl earlier. You went rock stars straight yeah, away. Exactly. Like it got that sponsor stuck in your brain. Yeah. Who's drinking that? No one. They're all drinking too much rock yeah, star. Yeah. <laughs> but when you had that, one of the because it was so unheard of. One of the commentators was like, oh my God, check it out. He's fucking him up. But then the other ones went all corporate and was like, oh, we don't condone this. Oh, this is terrible. You know, inside he's thinking, fucking hell, just took one to the face. So there was that, there was the the Lion's Den situation, which was a bit more showbiz. It was a bit. It was a bit more WWE or WWF more. A bit bit more showbiz. There was when Bisping spat at Roger Huerta's corner, which is kind of filth. Yeah. And... In, oh no! There was the there was the shootbox hammer house one in Pride. Do you remember that? Yeah. Was it with that? So, I Van, remember a photo with somebody trodden st- on. Yeah. <laughs> so he was with his foot on Vandalay's head. Even yeah. even the locker room one. But oh yeah, where he, where he tried to triangle. Yeah. He threw up a triangle. Get slammed. <laughs> Rampaged him in the in the yeah. dressing room. But the thing is, when like this is fighting, and for me, it's all about look. You 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 can't. You can't control someone's emotions. And you sort of got to know when when enough is enough. But the thing is, it's... Sorry, I might not behaving enough like a fighter. <coughs> so I know there's innocence yeah. and there's all the other stuff. And for me, there's, there's, there's frustrations purely because the, the scale that it's got to... Check this out. Yesterday I was driving down here. I had Radio 2 on. About to put a podcast on. And Jeremy Vine said, Oh, and today on the show we've got... Uh, schoolgirls being harassed a third of the nation I was like fuck I've got two daughters that's bad best listen to that <laughs> so I was listening to that about school uniform and Calpol is in the news are we giving our kids too much Calpol and the ultra fighter champions <laughs> ships um, have they gone too far have they gone too and far like, oh fuck you bro Khabib Nurmagomedov yeah Nurmagomedov and the <laughs> Burger King what and the, it fucking gets me because there's so many people on social passing comments and being like, oh, I always knew he was shit. And you're like, oh, dude, no. Listen, yeah. I don't want to justify a fucking maniac. But too many people are passing too many opinions without knowing fuck all about anything. It's like when Jose yeah. got starched and everyone's like, has he always been wank? I was like, oh, easy. How dare you? He's the fucking man. Yeah. So when I saw that, that it got to that point that too, too many people are now involved because, I mean, Jeremy Vine's struggling to get the fucking top off a cowpole bottle, <laughs> but he's, he's passing judgment on something where people want to kill each other. And I know me and you spoke about it yesterday as far as the religion and all the rest of it, and I yeah. get this and that, but this is where I want to touch on a showbiz brain and an unhinged fucking maniac brain. So people are always comparing everything. So Connor at, at New York... Purely hype. 
all hype and yeah he threw the dolly and we've all done that one thing a bit too much we're like oh because let's be honest if he hadn't have thrown the dolly if he'd have thrown it and it had hit the back of the boss yeah oh you bugger yeah you're not you're not a hey, shit lord like like I, he is i set school on fire yeah you know i set I mean? hay bale on fire <laughs> At christmas decorations was my uh, my target yeah so, you know, you're right. Sometimes you just go too far. Exactly. So, yeah. with that in mind, and I'm going on a little bit, but with, with that in mind, he's he's gone a bit too far, but he's never... So, when people comparing it to, well, he, he attacked Jose in the crowd, I was like, he fucking didn't. No, he didn't. And no. he could have. He could have jumped two feet into the crowd, but he never did. When he was facing off with Eddie, and he had his fur coat, or was it Eddie? And he had his fur coat, and he was like, come on. But almost that schoolyard, hold me back, lads. Yeah, hold yeah. me back. <laughs> There's no one holding you, dude. Oh, fuck you. You've got me. Because he's meant to be super super slick, super hard, and all the rest of it. And he, and he can't get out of a fucking, yeah. just someone holding his wrist going, calm down. Same as throwing the bottles. It's all, he's, he's not. Theatrics. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas Khabib finished the fight and was like. Nice pronunciation on I that. Know, I rolled it out the back. That was throat. really good, yeah. <laughs> bit of phlegm there. I've been, I've been getting it wrong all weekend. Just. I've been switching back from one to another, but from Khabib, yeah, <laughs> from Khabib to Habib, yeah, and it's the middle ground, which I'm, I, I, yeah, Habib. The desert's a bit dry to be to be rolling yeah, my. Uh, I have got my coffee yeah. there, which is nice lubrication. <laughs> my throat sponsored by Four Reptile Coffee. <laughs> and the thing is, Khabib had one option, one chance, because he'd stayed stoic. We know he had because I think it was all pre. Excuse hey. me, it was all pre-planned. Yeah. So Connor's gone out there and and shown up like the the Hollywood army. Well, we're fucking here, romper stomper, ready to go. <laughs> I am stood here like marching, like we're Arms about to out, fight, like yeah. it's football factory, yeah, like a fuck. Oh what, bro? <laughs> so you've got that where Connor's. That's a show. Whereas Habib has got people in the back, and he's gone right. Yeah. When it's done, sharpening machetes on grinding stone. Yeah. Go on the fucking beards, <laughs> old Bluto style. But when this is done. You run like a motherfucker uh-huh. because literally from every angle, it was like a military attack, like military precision, not military attack. Don't yeah. want to get in trouble, Putin. <laughs> but they just whoop, straight yeah. in, and I, I don't know. It, the thing is, I know it's dead bad, and I know we can't condone it and all this other shit. But for me, as a fan, without justifying it to my children, I just love the amount of content that it's got. I yeah. love that there's a picture of Habib jumping. Both feet that and, and photo and, has gone viral. And it's frosty some... tip, Dylan Dennis just been like, because <laughs> you know that so, someone posted it on uh, on uh, Twitter on Instagram and Twitter the other day, and the drawn wings on Habib. Oh, it was beautiful. Wayne started selling Air Habib T-shirts <laughs> with it with it with the Nike, the Nike Air. Just do it. Fuck. It should say just fuck it. That's awesome, mate. Yeah, but I, I don't know. The thing is, because when he came to the press conference and he was talking, because the, the issue was. Connor, he, he just justified Connor and he, he gave him every opportunity because I just wanted to see him walk along like Billy Two Thumbs as if to say, yeah. and fucking what? That's and, the thing. Like, like we, we, we spoke about it because what was funny is that we were doing BBC radio commentary so we just carried on commentating. Yeah. just We just kept, kept on talking about what was going on, about the chaos. And... Um, it like immediately it looked like Habib had just like he just lost his mind, but at the same time, like it was he knew specifically who he was looking for. Yeah, you know what I mean. As soon as the fight was over, he yelled at Connor, and then he then he turned immediately and was like, "Where's Dylan Dennis?" Yeah, and I think the one thing that I realized in that moment is that 
culturally, the understanding of trash talking is very different. You know, what Conor McGregor does is to us trash talking. Like we, like, you know, we understand, we, we watch. Yeah, it, it is. Absolutely. But then, to, to Habib, it's not. The line is a dot to him. Absolutely. The it's line like, is it's a like, dot. hey, he, he fucking said that. He said that. Like, yeah. it, it doesn't matter how, in what context he said it. There's never an opportunity, there's never a time when it's okay to say those things. No. And like, that, that, that was the line that was crossed. I said it before the fight. A line had been crossed. Yeah. Like, these guys are never going to be friends now. The only way that I think it, that the best situation, the best solution would have been if they'd have beat the hell out of each other for five rounds. Yeah. And then one of them had got Imagine a Imagine the riot off of that. But the thing is, I still think even at the end of that, after 25 minutes of a tough fight, they would have stood up and shook, shook, uh, shook hands. I think if Conor would have won because of the show side of things, oh, he would have, I think he would have said, I think he would have done a John Jones on DC after John Jones came back and won. Yeah. I see him as a father figure, whatever shit. But it would have been... I more, think he would. But at I the think, same time, I think Khabib waking up on the canvas if he'd got knocked out would have lost his shit. Yeah. Because he is just... He's just a fucking... He is a military experiment fucking crazy person. <laughs> yeah. And the, the, thing, the thing that's disappointing is it's the, the missed opportunity by um, Khabib, same as with Paulie. Yeah. So a lot of people have spoke to me this weekend about Paulie and obviously we know what he did after the bell, which in the grand scheme of things now... Oh, it's nothing Josh Koscheck's a con, deserves yeah. a punch. Absolutely. Simple as. But... If you remember the fight, I know that Josh tried to, to um, dirty man-ass bow-hump him. <laughs> but there was a time when Paul threw a knee, completely missed, and Koscheck took it as like, oh, you've hit my fucking face. Cheated. Yeah, basically. he played that a couple... Was it with Anthony Johnson? He played yeah. poke as well. Yeah, exactly. So Ooh. then Joe really called him out on it. And then essentially for the full 15 minutes of the fight, uh, Josh Ko- uh, Koscheck was just a piece of shit. So that was wicked because Paul wasn't going to come out the back of that looking like a bad guy, done anything wrong. Actually, I think he would have got an interview. So what about the knee? Yeah, fucking eh. But instead, he he did that terrible punch that then made Koscheck didn't even look, land. No, yeah. and it made Koscheck look like a hero. Yeah. Because then he could then he sat down at the cage and sort of rubbed his face like, oh, I'm really hurt now. He's like, come on, bro. Yeah. And I know there's egos that play part and all the rest of it. I don't know all the ins and outs, but obviously Paul is now in Bellator. But for a much less thing, but again validating someone else's fuck up or someone else's loss. So if Khabib had just like Johnny Two Dicks walked out there and been yeah. like, and if, what? If he'd have done the, the, the what is it? Million dollar strut? The, the billy strut. Oh, imagine. It would have been, yeah. But it's just not in his character. No. He, I mean, he's there for he war. That's it. Because he's a military experiment. He doesn't get, <laughs> he he's not been uploaded with the matrix of the sense of humor. If yeah. that makes sense. Uh-huh. The, There's no banter chip. No. Downloaded. Because it, it comes back to um, the, was it when, Connor was meant to fight uh, RDA. Yeah. And um, who's behind him? And shouts, oh, you want to fight the best in the fucking, in the division? And Connor goes, who the fuck is that guy? Oh, uh, Jeremy Stevens. Jeremy Stevens. Now, be- <laughs> you you genuinely didn't know who the fuck that guy was. Yeah, who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> I've forgotten his name. <laughs> fucking hell. But imagine <laughs> if that was in England, Jeremy Stevens just stands up and goes, ask your mom. Instantly, 
like diffuse straight away. I've yeah. done you. Yeah, I've come at me, bro. Yeah, I'm stood back. That's, that's, that's the return. That's the forearm smash. Oh yeah. I bet any might have said something else, and then it just goes backwards and forwards. Yeah. Oh yeah, tell your mum she still owes me a tenner and a pair of boxes. <laughs> but they don't get that, so they it's seen as like the greatest trash. Like when Charles Sonnen can be next in line to the greatest trash talkers, yeah. which he is good. He is but good. It, it's so rehearsed, though. Yeah, and then not only that, he's he's doing it against someone where it's not their first language. Yeah, and they're of the Bruce Lee bored, don't hit back <laughs> mentality that you don't fight back, you don't argue back, you just let the fucking idiots have them in it, and then they look like a fool, yeah. which essentially is what Connor did. Like Connor's film, Connor's whole documentary, if it had finished at Eddie or at, at Maymac, what an incredible rise! Yeah, what an incredible thing. That's something that you can hand down to your grandkids and oh fucking brilliant whereas Khabib's essentially his whole film you don't need to see any of the fights no he just shut so you could watch the documentaries back to back and think the world of Connor but then before you know it you'd be like oh yeah it's it's like Connor had had finished Street Fighter on one credit and thought he was the man but then he forgot that it was M. Bison at the end <laughs> and you remember the first time you ever got to like the big boss on a game like on Double Dragon that guy with the big fucking head and you're like oh, I'm going to smash this then some fucking massive unit comes out you're like oh, yeah. how many 20p's you got I'm out do you know what I mean it's yeah. like Khabib is the, is the big boss at the end yeah and that's it I, I appreciate Conor taking the gamble though you know what I mean like he could have quite easily come back he could have fought Paulie Malignaggi you know yeah. what I mean he yeah. could he could have stayed in boxing fought Paulie you know on, on St. Patrick's Day in Boston or New York or and New York would have been amazing because yeah. then it's, Paulie it, would have had it's a big, money, you know. then, but that only goes yeah. so far. I he think. wants to test himself, and and like he tweeted again. He, I think he tweeted again. Was it today? Yesterday? Like he just tweeted out, "I'll be back" or something. Yeah, he didn't. An Arnie quote. But no, I, I, it, it was <laughs> something imagine. along the lines of he's coming back to fight anyway. He'll, he'll be returning soon. And, uh, not an Arnie quote. Who is your daddy? <laughs> what does he do? <laughs> but we've got, we've got to get the Diaz trilogy anyway. So there's lo- I mean, there's loads more for Connor. I'm yeah. not so bothered about the Diaz fight. It doesn't. I no. Don't, yeah, I'm not that. I'm not that jazz. So, it. who would you have Connor fight next then? I'd like to see him against Vic Pettis. Just someone that. When I was saying dance part, and I'm not trying to give anyone an easy fight, but I want to see. You know what's going to happen, don't you? Go on. Khabib's going to get suspended, and Connor's going to fight Tony Ferguson. Yeah, and the whole circus starts again. <laughs> the whole, because yeah. Ferguson will bite. Yeah. I think it's one, and I think Ferguson's got everything in him to 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 win. But oh, that's if, a great fight. You imagine Connor's leg kicks on that knee. Oof. Yeah, but I, I would rather watch. Honestly, I would rather watch Connor fight Ferguson right now than uh, than, than Khabib at this point. Yeah, because I feel like Khabib could just smash him up again, just fold him up. You know what I mean? Khabib, what about his roly poly escape? Well, this is the thing. I just feel like Khabib controls all of those positions. Like he just keeps his hands on him and he just controls that role. He's a bit like, like Tony octopus, Ferguson, he? he is a bit. I mean, he, like he's got sharp elbows and knees. I can see him. I can see him doing good work in the clinch against Khabib, but he's only going to get two, three shots off before he's on his back. And then when he's on his back, he's got good rubber guard. He's got good stuff. He's got good submissions off his back. But if Khabib puts him square against the fence and keeps his hips under control. His his height works against him. Yeah, like we always talk about reach advantage, height advantage, and you know, like Tony Ferguson will have a reach and height advantage on Khabib, I think. But it's actually a detriment if you fold up against the cage. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like if like if he's up against the up against the fence and Khabib's stacking him and beating him up, like it, you, you can imagine how uncomfortable that's going to be for. That was him. a good Khabib, by the way. Was it? Yeah, really. Khabib. 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 <laughs> I've, I've, 
Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd love... I want to see him all fight again. I think... I don't I'd have a look at the lightweight rankings. I don't think Conor loses much stock because, essentially, he's going to come back and say, you're going to watch me again? Of course we are. Of course we are. Mate, it, it, was, it was money at the press conference on... Uh, on the Thursday, it was just you know, like Khabib came on, he was angry, he was he was reactive to the fans. He got up and he left like twenty minutes in, and then Connor rocks up about five six minutes later, and just he just owned it. I mean, it's it's, it's just how relaxed he is because yeah. he's like, look, I'm in Vegas, the traffic's busy. Were you lot in traffic? And it's as much as everyone's made plans and got there on time. You can go, ah, oh, he's human. He didn't fly in a helicopter. <laughs> Like I'm looking, at, I'm looking at the lightweight rankings now. There's there's a lot of names in the top ten that I mean a great matchup. Like with Kevin Lee, Edson Barbosa, nice. Justin Gaethje, Anthony Pettis, Ali Quinta. Let's not forget how good yeah. he did against let's the Magomedov. Now let's give out another shot, or let's get him a right. couple of fights so that we can get him up there to justify that shot. Ali Quinta against Pettis would be good. Nice, that'd be a good one because they're both coming off a loss. Or Al against I, good against uh, Justin Gaethje. Oh, oh. oh, Vic, yeah, because. Let's not. Let's, I want to see all of these fights. Yeah. Al's not really coming off a loss, is he? Al was busy no. at his real estate agent office, and he someone was. said, "Ooh, could do with you fighting someone." He's like, "Okay." So it, it was a favor. He's, he's called in a favor, really. Yeah. He didn't lose. He looked good, and especially after what he did to Connor. Yeah. And you know, Al's walking around like Billy Two Dicks now. <laughs> oh, what's that? He got stopped. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, no, we went all five. Yeah, close. Yeah. I would even say I would even say that Iaquins have won a round, and I don't. I, I'm, I need to watch it back. I've only watched it live, so I, I need to watch it back. But I struggled I don't, to give Connor anything. Yeah, I, I didn't give him the third round. I know a couple of people spoke about him winning the third. I, I didn't. I just thought he did better in the third round than he did in the first and the second. Well, but that wasn't. Difficult. But his striking didn't look crisp. There's one where, one bit where he missed a push off his foot. Mm. He missed a, 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 a rough knee. But there was the line that you draw in the in the breakdown. Congrats, by the way, on the Thank two you. point something million. Squillian views, Ooh. but that yellow line wasn't there. Yeah. The, the Eddie Alvarez, and we know he was in Eddie's head, but the, there wasn't that yeah. with that crispness. But I, I've I've got to say, I think Connor he he played well when he's dropped charges. You know, with the whole thing that's mm-hmm. kicking off when people are comparing it yeah. to the bus, and I know there's the Michael Chiesa 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 yeah Michael Chiesa. I know. Look. Connor's sitting on 150 mil. Right. He can fuck off whatever he wants. He could have paid all the fighters a million and not even worried about it this weekend. But someone like Michael might sit back and be like, ooh, well, I can ride this fucking pony for a bit. Why wouldn't you? Mm. And that depends on where your morals are. But Connor, if imagine if Connor was like, yeah, I want to prosecute them three. He yeah. just, it's just honor amongst no. thieves. I think it's absolutely. way better. Yeah, absolutely. The, it, it's the, the, the smart it was a smart move by Connor because it immediately then brings it back to sport. Yeah. It takes the real world out of it, and unfortunately, that that's I think that's the problem with the, with the weekend. Like the real world started to creep into it a little bit, and that's why like, like. religion and politics yeah. started to creep in, and that's why we like sports is because it's separate from religion and politics. Yeah. And, and but I don't think there needs to be a script that says do not talk about this. I just think it needs to be almost a common sense element of like, don't get me wrong, there's freedom of speech and all the rest of it, but it's just. A comment like, look how much you upset. What's his name? Uh, Marcus Davis. Yeah. Imagine if you went hard. Yeah, I know. And I think it's just sometimes that separation that of was a, that was a mild prodding. That oh, was. Oh, dude. Yeah. I That's mean, what she said. <laughs> you only got one credit a day. Yeah. You've used your credit. It's gone, man. That was well spent. Yeah. My Michael, well spent. my Michael Scott. <laughs> my Michael Scott coin's gone. Yeah. No, I, like I know. I know what you mean. Because like the thing is, 
like the roughhouse banter back in the day was absolutely brutal. It's, it may, brutal. Some if of the we recorded, say, yeah, exactly. Well. If we recorded that stuff, people would think we hate each other. Yeah, imagine we trying to play it back enemies. to like someone like your mom. Yeah. Oh, oh no, no, no. You no. just it couldn't happen no. because never make eye contact again, dude. It's it's like jokes, <laughs> contain jokes. All well and good. <laughs> but you know when someone just lets it go and, they, and you're like, oh, not, not here, dude. Yeah. Not here. Mate, well, it was funny because I think I recorded the conversation. I might have to dig a bit of it out. So Ollie's living over in Japan. Yeah. So we don't get to see Ollie very much. Shout out to Ollie we Richardson, Ollie. One, of the, one of the founders of uh, the FRC. Um, so The original Johnny Two Dicks. The original Johnny Two Dicks. So, so when he was over here last, um, we were kind of formulating a plan to, to get this thing started. We were all in, in the reptile house and... and uh, having a bit of a chat about a few different things. And I was recording the conversation and I texted Jimmy Warlow because it's so rare that all the rough house boys are, yeah. are in the same space. And it was Andre came over with, with Paul Barton and Dean and, and Ollie were here obviously. And then, so I was like, I texted Jimmy Warlow. I was like, Jimmy, come over the, you know, the boys are here. So he showed up and as soon as he walked in the room, it, I mean, we'd like not seen each other for like, I, don't, I think Jimmy and Ollie have probably not seen each other for two, three, maybe four or five years. It's, it's been a while because Ollie moved out to Australia for a while and then moved to Japan to, you know, he's a he's a, a an incredibly good uh, strength and conditioning coach for uh, rugby teams. So, uh, so anyway, my point was, <laughs> Jimmy walked in, they were like, oh yeah, good, good to see you, good to see you, shook hands and immediately fucking straight and like nutshot banter. Throwing like that, throwing that the Russian, in. yeah, <laughs> the Russian jab. And, and the funny thing is, like Jimmy's, Jimmy's still been, you know, Jimmy's still been living in the Midlands. He's Loughborough, you know, he's, he's a Loughborough Born boy. Bread. So he's, so he's there. He's in amongst that kind of banter all day, every day. So that's just how he functions. Yeah, and that's and sharp. That's yeah. sharp, man. And I'm used to it when I see Jimmy. I'm used to getting that kind of banter from him. But because Ollie's been living in Japan, where they bow as they hand the credit card back with two hands. Oh, dude, I tried to call him once. He said, I'm on a bus. If I take this call, I'm going to be murdered. <laughs> so, <laughs> fuck. Anyone like, tell you, I love you. really different. <laughs> Sorry. You know what I mean? So, like, Ollie doesn't experience that kind of banter in Japan at all. No. Not at, not at all. Not from anybody. He's not, got ring rust then. Well, exactly. So, when he came back and Jimmy just was straight in at the throat, it really, it really took him aback. Now, if I think about it, if I think Khabib probably grew up in an environment where there was no banter like yeah. that, none at all. Like Conor also found himself in a situation where he needed to kind of upstage himself from the last time. Yeah, we saw you've him. always got to get more harsh. Like, and, exactly, and, the and last that's why Ronda super imploded. Exactly, that's yeah. why she just disappeared. Like, and the, the last time we saw Conor was in in like press conference conferences against Floyd Mayweather, yeah. and they were they were savage as well and if he came if he came out now as a, a born again Christian it, you wouldn't buy it do you <laughs> no, know what I mean yeah. but yeah he had, to, he had to come back and, and, and be the be the Connor that people expect yeah. him to be but the, the face that sticks with me is when uh, Khabib is pulled off of him and he just sort of blows his cheeks out like <sighs> yeah and he's within his own thoughts for that two seconds just like oh fuck that yeah it, it, it looks so genuine but so deflated like a child that Wants to be able to do everything the first time, but can't, and then come to that realization of that. Oh fuck! Yeah, yeah, maybe I'm not as good as I thought. Yeah, the the one the one thing that's sad about the weekend is that most people are talking about the the brawl and not the actual fight, mate. Because it was incredible. Khabib looked amazing. I mean, amazing. Connor's first takedown defense got my heart racing because he I, looked good. He looked it, yeah, yeah, he looked really good. But I think the I think part of the reason why he didn't have any pop in his punches in the in the third round is because of how he was defending the takedowns. Because like he's very good. I go back to the Dennis Seaver fight. So Dennis Seaver had both of his legs clamped together and was taking him down, and Connor managed to keep his hips off the off the canvas. Yes. 
but what he does is he posts with straight arms. Yeah. So he has to lock his triceps. And that was as a whole, doing that. like nearly all like, of the first round, right? right? Maybe twenty seconds, and the second as well, because he, well, like who got the biggest overhand right in the fight? Oh man! Why aren't we talking about that? I mean, that was that was amazing as well. Ridiculous. Just, co- just covered. He just covered so much more distance than Connor was expecting. That that shows you the intention in those punches. Yeah. Like like Khabib may have thrown that punch against somebody else, and it might have just missed them. Oh no! But he he meant to track the beam. Yeah, yeah. Sucked you right in. He looked good, man. He looked good. He did, but I think there's there's also that <coughs> that thing with Conor where it's like when he was fighting Diaz the first time. I'm not saying he gives up, but it's like fundamentals. Maybe have your left hand up. Mm-hmm. I know you're arrogant. I know you're cocky. I know it's part of this charm and that's all the rest of it. But when your head coach is saying, oh, dude, don't chase him. Remember that chasing thing you're doing? Don't, <laughs> don't do that do anymore. That. <laughs> and he's like, all right. I'm gonna. It's it's And it's like saying to your mom, yeah, I'll turn the telly off in 10 more minutes. And she's gone downstairs and you're like, well, maybe I'll have 20. And she comes back up and fucking bollocks. Her. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? He didn't get caught. And, I, and get back to the corner and go, D- don't don't chase him? Yeah. You, I, can anyone translate? Like, don't chase him. Yeah. On, and throwing kicks. You're getting mauled. Don't throw See, kicks. I, I expected him to throw kicks. People thought, I said it on the inside of the Octagon, people thought I'd lost my mind. But it, like that's the way that Connor fights. Yeah, because it's the way that, it's, fight. it's that projected. Yeah, I mean, and he knew he was gonna get. He was knew he was gonna have to defend takedowns. Like you might as well strike your way into takedown defense than just be standing there waiting for it. That that was the mistake I made against GSP. Yeah. I stood waiting to defend a takedown, which which just didn't work out because I didn't defend the takedown and I didn't hit him. Well, I always expect you know I mean? if I ever watch that fight back, there's a time when you two both stand up. I think it's the first round, and you stand and you stare and grin at him. And that every was time after I, I got out of the armbar. Yeah, I expect you to punch him. I don't know I why. I get so much shit for that. Every time I speak to Steve Papp, every t- so Steve Papp was my striking coach. <laughs> Fucking that fight. Him. Every time I speak to Steve Papp, he brings that up. You missed that opportunity. That was your opportunity. That You missed that opportunity. And what? But like the thing is, I, I escaped and I knew that in his head, he was like, oh shit, yeah. I wasn't expecting that. But it was that cheeky, that's more of a postcard. <laughs> the fact that you've got that grin as if to say, <laughs> You oh, didn't right, expect that, did yeah, you? Didn't think that was coming, did you? <laughs> Motherfucker. Yeah. But I, I know. I mean, and the thing is, who knows what? But I think for me, obviously, with the with the collective, we did our picks. And we were talking on the conference call. I think Ollie was first round, Connor. Wad and Dean was second round, Connor. And I went, I couldn't choose either of those now because they've all got them. So I went Connor in the fourth. Yeah. And my theory was... So we, we were all wrong. Yeah, way wrong. <laughs> Same as all the people that ordered. Like we nearly had to do another competition. But for me, I was watching it and I watched the first and I've got that uncomfortable Chuck Liddell gif where I'm like, yeah. oh, don't like this. And it was one where, yeah, he came out of that. Yeah, it came out of the second. And then when it stayed on its feet in the third, I was like, because the one thing was, obviously about the spoiler, I could never have spoilers or anything, but in our WhatsApp group, all Ollie had written was, wow. Now, I knew he thought Conor was going to win. And obviously, Khabib's got this massive, massive, massive um, achievement of 26-0 at the time. So I started reading into that like a twat. I'm sat there thinking, because I can't go on social, can't go online, can't look at my phone. But I'm thinking now, wow. So did Conor do something spectacular? I was expecting that. Would that be a wow? Must be Khabib. God, Khabib's won. All right, fair enough. I'm wrong. So I'm, I'm starting to analyse ridiculously in my own brain when I'm, I'm 20 minutes away from watching it. And it was one of them where I got to the round three and I was like, Start, he's staying up. He's upright. He's going to starch him. This is what the wow is. Oh my God. And them not thought it was fucking one and two. Ha! <laughs> have some of that. So I was really, really pleased. And then next minute in the fourth, and I just saw this 
really awkward, like bulldog schoolyard headlock sort of grip go in. Yeah. And when Connor sort of poured it the first time, his hand goes up once and then almost immediately he taps. Was like, just tap my dinner money. Yeah, yeah. It's him up. Bigger boys came and took it. I didn't like, I didn't, I didn't like it when bigger boys came. He's like, all right, it's all right, it's all right. They're gone now, they're gone now. They took my cards away and my swap says, all right, it's okay, it's okay. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, he didn't have time for any of that though. Someone was punching him at the back of the head. Yeah, but what about Herb? I would have thought Herb, you know, when he took him off and he realised it's like, you've never had this, but sometimes when your kids get something in their head, you're taking them to school and you go, bye then darling. And as you walk away, they've done like this weird Velcro thing that they're on your arm now. And you're like, oh shit. So you try and sort of go, oh fuck, do you not want to stay? And they're like, nope, I'm coming with you. And then before you know it, they're Velcroed to your leg and you're like, oh shit, I've got to pull them off. So when Khabib was essentially Velcroed to Connor as if to say, I am going to murder you, Herb read it really well, but then so I went, oh, I've got you off, that was a struggle. Where's my drink? <laughs> and like, yeah. Maybe hold on to him. Because the poor old boy in the red jacket... Wasn't going to do anything, no, was it? No, uh, I know. saw Big Steve, shout out to Big Steve in there, just literally head to face with Connor, yeah. with Khabib, whoever it was, as if say, oi, oi, that's enough. Settle down. Settle down now, dog. Settle down, yeah. You, you want to chill out, that's what you want to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a funny story, a funny story before we finish, just shout out to Steve. We're at 110, min- 110 minutes, we're at an hour and 10. Oh shit, my um, bad. No, 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 that's no. my story. No, just that's all right, that's all right. Tangents of shit. Um, so uh, just a little funny uh, security Steve story before, before we leave. So at the open workouts on Wednesday, um, the, there was a, a barrier up. So right in front of the stage was like a media pit. So all the media were there, set up with their cameras and stuff. And all dotted around the arena were security. Now there were the UFC security who wear like black polo shirts, apart from yeah. Steve who dressed like, dressed like a hitman. And then... The hitman. Like black, black yeah. shirt, black tie. Barco black tattooed everything. on his back. <laughs> and, and then... Um, and then you've got the the arena security who were wearing black suits with white shirts and black ties, yeah, like funeral bearers. And they their job is to stand facing the crowd. They're standing facing out. They're watching the crowd to make sure no one's misbehaving and all that. It just so happened that one of the the media, one of the local news uh, news reporters there, was dressed the same as the security uh, guards. And he was standing in the media pit facing the uh, facing the stage because he's because he's media. Yeah. But Steve didn't realise he was media. Fucking terror. So, so he walks up and he went, Oi! You're supposed to be facing the other way! Shit and this your bloke pants. shit his pants. <laughs> shit his pants. Whole life flashed before his eyes. He was like, Ha! Huh, I'm, I'm media. And Steve went, Oh! Oh, sorry. Sorry. Have a good day. And then what's up? Was, I imagine he reacted like Kevin and Perry. Huh, thank you, Miss Patterson. <laughs> sorry. Thank you, Miss Patterson. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? How oh, many turtles I came out? Came out, back in, back out, back in. Yeah. yeah. Poor old. Poor old dude. Who was it? Do you not know? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't recognise him. I Mate, think he, he was like local Vegas. He's a man mountain. Yeah. So he. So like that guy probably didn't know who Steve was either, which made it even but more But imagine terrifying. if you're just sat there and you see him coming over at your periphery and you're like, fucking hell. Did you see Someone's going to get it <laughs> <laughs> before you notice it. You're like, oh my God. Did you see Connor's security guard? Which one? He, he, he was the guy that brought the belts when uh, the belts were late at the press conference. I saw, yeah, I was more focused on Connor's suit. I quite like that, that burgundy and, uh, yeah. and blue. Looks sharp. Yeah, I am blue-green colourblind, but Is that right? to me it looked burgundy. And, so, it, it's <laughs> my, my version of blue, it looked pretty good. And <laughs> it looked nice. Yeah, right. Okay, we should wrap this up. Yeah, we've got, we've got other things to do. We need to get to the post office before it closes, don't we? 
got I've got some stuff to ship out. Thank you everyone to that uh, placed orders and uh, uh, and used the the discount code and sent predictions and stuff. We've uh, we've we've pretty much all sent them out. Yeah, we? we've got yeah. There's, a, there's a couple outstanding because we've had a couple of orders yesterday. And okay, today. so just massive massive thank you to everyone. Obviously, everyone who's been in touch and and even start a conversation with. I've got names for days that we we could shout out. Maybe we'll do that at some point when we're when we're filming it in the studio. But yeah, we just can't say thanks enough for all the orders and, and predictions. It's been amazing. Yeah. And uh shout out to Nick. Thanks for uh thanks for joining me on the podcast last week and uh shout out to Forrest as well. It was always good to see you. And uh, Adam Catrell, I've got to give you some shit because you keep calling me Nick's boyfriend. So uh, I've been to your podcast and you didn't show up. So I think it's time you now come over to my podcast. So we'll have to get together and have a bit of a conversation. I feel like I have uh, to stick up for him a bit. Uh, he's, he's, he got left behind holding no, the baby. He's always the one that's giving me shit. I know he was disappointed that he wasn't out to Vegas. At, at some point soon, one of these fight weeks, we're going to go out as a team and we're going to get a, a load of content produced for the Fight Disciples Network. This is it. This time I was sat here, I felt like I was sat there in Friends and I was Joey next to that window. <laughs> just raining. <laughs> Stace just found me upstairs on the bed, just sat at the window. What's up? They're all in Vegas. He's <laughs> not there. But when I know Adam, was there because to be fair I listened to their podcast and he just went ham you told me I'm going to be out with Nick P I was like that'd be nice inside thinking you fucking what <laughs> whereas as soon as Adam comes off the podcast he's like right you cunt you fucking wanker how the fucking day it was so perfect. funny it was so funny I did an interview on uh, on the Friday night after the weigh-ins and I I decided I was going to upgrade the car because it was a beauty it was amazing so little story again we're going on we're going on it doesn't matter this it's is a good story so <laughs> So I rented, so when I first got there, I had paid for like a Chevy Malibu or something. And Stop, okay. I mean, they're just, you know, standard car, you can fit a bunch of people in it, camera crew and all that. When I got there, I was like, no, no, I'm doing Vegas properly this time. Upgrade me. What, what have you got? Dodge Challenger. Yes, please. GTA yes, please. 4. Right? <laughs> so, so I got this, this, this gray Dodge Challenger, like a great white shark. It, it was, was wicked. amazing. So I was driving that around for a day and a half. I went to grab my podcast stuff out the back of it and the bag was damp. So I start looking around the boot of the car, the trunk, just to translate okay. for everybody. The uh, I, I start looking around the boot of the car and it was wet. There was water in it. So I lifted up the you know where the spare yeah. tire is to to see to have a look in the well, and there was no spare tire. There was there was a massive like subwoofer and the car battery, but just below it was about two inches of water. Oh, brilliant! Just in the in the boot of the car. So I so I called up the rental company. For, thanks thanks to them, they uh, switched it out, upgraded me to a Dodge Challenger Hemi. Mate, it was brutal. So on the Friday night after the weigh-ins, I was like, Nick, we've got to go and test this car. We've got to go and see what it can do. So we took it out to Red Rock to take it out for a drive. Oh, my God. But as we're driving out to Red Rock, my phone rings, and the person that the radio show had brought in to interview me happened to be Adam Catrell. So ah, we had a lovely conversation, and he was nice. even more annoyed because me and Nick were driving up uh, up Charleston on the way out to Red Rock, and Nick was sending him photos from his phone oh, of, no. see, of, of Nick sitting in the passenger seat with my green visor on. <laughs> see, I was seeing the pictures and crying to myself. I yeah. wasn't, I wasn't making much contact because, other than asking for things, can you specifically get me Derek Lewis's shorts, please? <laughs> can you get Tried me to get a poster? Oh, dude, nowhere, were nowhere to be seen. Yeah, I, they were amazing. I caught up and I saw there was metallic, and I was like, oh, shiny things. Yeah, we need that they for the nice. Yeah. Dude, yeah. So, yeah, well, I've got their podcast to listen to next. I did do, I did their 240 and I just, I felt like I had a connection with Adam. I just felt that pain. Because you were uh, both over here. That we were both so over here. 5,000 miles, miles away from the action. Crying into my tea, <laughs> into my PG tips. Yeah, bless yeah. him. But yeah, we'll, uh, we need to get together, all of us. Yeah, yeah. 
So, uh, all right. Anyway, we'll, we'll get this wrapped up. Shout out to uh, Full Reptile Collective. Make sure you check out fullreptilecollective.co.uk. Uh, shout out to Adam Singh, who's got a fight coming up on Cage Warriors. Not this week, next week. Yeah, we'll be talking about that soon. He came up yesterday and he's looking incredible. Um, I, uh, ISO Sports, awesome CBD products. Make sure you check them out. And Fight Disciples, thanks, uh, thanks to you guys for getting this out there. All right, catch you next time. It can do something no other kind of lizard can do. It can run continuously for a very long time, and that enables it to become an endurance hunter, chasing down its prey. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, subscribe via iTunes.